Chapter Eight of the Homesteader. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Homesteader by Oscar Michaud. Epoch the Fourth Action jean baptiste went directly to an attorney a negro attorney with offices in the loop district upon his arrival in chicago and did not lurk around the depots to keep from being seen this time he was well acquainted with the one upon whom he called and they greeted each other cordially when he walked into the office well white he said i think i have a little work for you that's what i'm here to look after said the other amiably a suit want to obtain a judgment we obtain judgments in this old town every day the question is are they worth anything laughed his prospective client after indulging in a bit of humor the which he was at times given to his face cleared his eyebrows contracted and he related the business upon which he was bent and questioned the attorney concerning the law covering such cases or instances yes said the other after looking it up in the illinois statues it can be done then we will begin at once said baptiste decidedly i'll have the papers drawn up and have the same ready for service tomorrow afternoon very well said the other handing him a check for twenty-five dollars as a retainer and straightway left the office he caught the state street car and went to visit his friends on federal street they were delighted and surprised to see him looking so well and so carefree why what has happened to you said mildred's mother looking him over carefully from head to foot you infer that i have forgotten my troubles of course and she laughed you'll know in a few days he returned so he bade them good-bye and went over to the keystone where he encountered speed well i have everything ready now said the attorney when jean called at his office the following afternoon so the next is to get service on my friend said baptiste that's it where shall we find him inquired the lawyer i don't know i suppose you might call up his wife on vernon avenue and find out of course she need not know what our business is with her old man of course not in a few minutes he was talking to her over the telephone the elder is in the southern part of the state baptiste could hear yes madame but what place i see he will be there over sunday you say i understand what do i want with him why i have a little personal matter with him yes that is all the attorney turned and advised him where the elder was and would be there until after sunday and as that day was wednesday 
baptiste breathed a sigh of relief that's the town near where i first knew him i was born within four miles of it indeed something of a coincidence indeed so i'll get these papers off to the sheriff down there on the evening train he'll get them tomorrow morning and should get service on him tomorrow afternoon then i'll see you about saturday all right and jean was gone the little town near where jean baptiste was born and where he had met the man who was now his acknowledged enemy had not changed much perched on the banks of the ohio it still lingered in a state of dull lethargy loafers held to the corners and arguments were the usual daily routine when he had left the town the old fellow's hall an old frame building three stories high had stood conspicuously on a corner and had been the rendezvous for loafers for years untold this had been torn down and replaced since by a more commanding brick structure at the front of which a shed spread over the walk and made welcome shade in the afternoon and under it on benches the usual crowd gathered reposing comfortably thereunder from day to day under it the preachers sometimes paused on their return from the post office where they received their mail every afternoon and it was the afternoon train that brought the papers for n justine mccarthy the sheriff who happened at the post office at the same time the elder did received then and upon his return to his office in the courthouse laid the mail on his desk and went at once to serve the papers he knew that odd fellow's hall was where negroes might be easily found at least the information as to the whereabouts of any particular one might be obtained so to that spot he went directly it so happened that a large crowd of negroes were gathered there that particular afternoon and that the reverend had paused there on his way from the post office to listen to the heated argument that was a daily diversion at that moment the sheriff came up listened a moment to the usual harangue and then inquired aloud for reverend n j mccarthy when the crowd saw who he was the argument desisted forthwith the crowd became quiet and respectful moreover expectant you refer to me said the elder and wondered what the sheriff could possibly want with him n j mccarthy the other repeated that's me replied the elder the crowd looked on with curious interest some papers and handed him the same turned on his heel and went his way the reverend went down the street later reading the papers he had never had any experience in legal proceedings and knew little of such but he understood the papers and was thoroughly angry well greeted the attorney got service right off on your friend good yes got my return and now we may as well draw up the complaint 
this they did but in the meantime while passing downtown glavis espied baptiste thinking that he was on another mission of trying to persuade his wife to return and having been loyal to the reverend in his fight on baptiste he went at once to advise her of the fact orlean had secured a position in a ladies tailoring establishment at five dollars and fifty cents a week and there he went she was out so he did not go to tell her that her husband was in town since the selling of her homestead the entire family had been apprehensive of him they appreciated by now that he was not the kind to give up without a fight therefore they were on the lookout in some way the negro papers got hold of enough of it to give the elder a great deal of free advertising but since mccarthy's did not get the papers they knew nothing of it until the next morning which was sunday that morning they espied a copy of the paper in their mailbox they never knew how it got there but thinking it was by mistake glavis took it into the house and spread it out pandemonium reigned when they had read the account and in the same hour they received a special from the elder announcing that he was leaving for chicago that night that would place him in the city the following morning and they were anxious all that day it was the talk of dark chicago that day and for days and weeks following moreover it circulated over all the state where the elder was well known and gave the gossips great food for delight the elder arrived the next morning and after being greeted by the family with glavis went at once to a white attorney they laid the case before him and so you are sued for ten thousand dollars said the attorney and by your son-in-law it seems that way replied the elder and to me it looks like a joke how so did you ever know a negro preacher that was worth such an amount the attorney shared the obvious joke with his prospective client and glavis and then took on a rather serious expression and you are not worth ten thousand lord no the other bit the cigar he held between his teeth got up and brought a statue from among his many volumes glancing through it and stopped at a page and read it he returned the book to its place and came back and sat down what do you think of it inquired the elder still seeming to take it as a joke have you ever considered the outcome in case he should get a judgment against you he accuses you of having alienated the affections of his wife your daughter granting that he secured a judgment and you could not pay it certainly i could not then he could remand you to jail for six months by paying your keep when the elder accompanied by glavis returned home both understood jean baptiste a little better than they had ever before
End of chapter 8, Epoch the Fourth, Action. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.